Welcome to Real Japan. Thank you, Jason, for bringing us in. Uh, this is another uh, thrilling episode of Real Japan, uh, where we review uh, live-action movies of all of uh, our favorite and not-so-favorite animes. Uh, I'm joined today, of course, by my co-host uh, Jason here. Hello! Uh, as well as two special guests. I'm Wesley. My name's Ben. Ben's a uh, super special friend of mine uh, that I once hauled super. all the way across the world, <laughs> yeah. circumnavigated the globe, probably not legally. <laughs> <laughs> And definitely starting on a gay cruise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a, no, that's a, that's a fact. Yeah. yeah, no, it was the pre-gay cruise. Pre-gay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, where all the American uh, uh, gays got to Barcelona <laughs> to get on the super gay cruise out of that one. Uh, okay, and the Mediterranean. Wes is uh, co-host of uh, Odafe Susume. Odafe Susume, yeah. Where I can't my say wife it. Tells me what to watch, and then yeah. I try to tell her, but she never does it. Shocking. I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. She doesn't listen to Real Japan. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody does. I listen to it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh well. We are having delicious amaretto sours brought to us by Ben. You're welcome. Watch, 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 watch. I'd clap that I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah we or snorting. <laughs> we learned Wesley can't drink. <laughs> uh, recording was paused by about five minutes where he just spit at his drink until it exploded in his face three times. Uh, for our Patreon subscribers, we'll do a, uh, like a redux <laughs> of it. I don't think you could have that recording. It's got things that are not public friendly. For ultra Patreon uh, aficionados, you can get that as well. It's true. And if you want a live action version, come to 18 Plus Jeopardy, KomoriCon, Portland. 20XX. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to date ourselves. <laughs> yeah, when they listen to this in the future, we don't want them to know when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, watching a movie from 1991, so. Eh. Uh, yes, a very, a very good movie, uh, which you can find for free on YouTube. But don't trust the first one. It cuts off five minutes too early, and you have to go find another one and fast forward. Yeah, the movie is 90, 91 <laughs> minutes long, so look for the one that's that length. And don't watch the HD one, because it's in German. <laughs> I mean, that could be good, but... That's oh, some intensity. The, uh... <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna, after we record this, I'm going to watch the German one. Uh, at least at least one of the scenes. Mm. You want to see what it's like. Mm. So what it's we're German. Is it East German? I said it's German. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the a wall's very falling, specific. man. <laughs> Uh, not in my Not heart. 1991. Well, it depends on the year. Part of the year. The wall started falling in 89. Was That's that when they started tearing it down? No, no, it finally went down. Which the, wall are you talking about? The Berlin Wall. Oh, it was not with the Iron Wall. Yeah, uh, Rikio uh, knocked down the last part of the Berlin Wall, <laughs> yeah. as we learned in this film, <laughs> right the, at the end. The movie takes place in uh, 2001 AD. Have we actually said the name of the movie yet? No, we don't. We Why? don't get into it that much until we get further into the podcast. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, we're watching Riccio, The Tale of Ricky. We watched the live action. Jason, for one of the first times ever, has actually seen the anime. Yes. I sometimes watch those. Those are the animated things, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Also, okay. I made them. <laughs> yes, yes. It's um, like, uh, we're going to have two people that actually haven't seen it, so you're going to have to watch it this time. Uh, okay. Uh, as I was uh, being hogtied and uh, bound to the chair. That's for our Patreon subscribers here. people pay good oh. money for that. <laughs> That's unrelated to the watching of the film. <laughs> Don't drink when I'm making jokes. We've learned that this is poor, poor recording interested etiquette. in our hogtying procedure, join our other podcast, Shibati, Ropes and You. <laughs> So, Ben, since you, this is the first time you're on our podcast, why don't you give us a little bit of a uh, background on how much uh, anime you've watched? 
Uh, uh, it's real hit or miss. Uh, uh, it's very random, the things that I watch. Uh, there's really no discernment. It's just, do I feel motivated to watch something and will I watch it in one entire sitting? So I've watched a lot of like basic stuff like Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, that kind of stuff. Uh, what was the anime you were obsessed with back in Japan? Oran High School Host Club? Uh, the other one. Oran High School? Oh, no, no. My friends were really into Nisekoi. Oh. Yeah. They liked Onadera, and I disagreed. She is not the best girl. Who's the best girl? Uh, the blonde one with the with the bow tie, because she actually looked different from the other anime characters. All of the ones with black hair <laughs> <laughs> and school uniforms. Because well, she's a Western gangster. Yeah. Well, that's or actually he. yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oron's, Quite riveting. Oron's pretty good. Have you guys watched the live action for Oron? Not yet. Don't. Well, uh, that sounds like we have to. <laughs> yeah. With Ben. Yeah. 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 Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I would be very interested. Because, uh, like, all of that that anime are really good up to the last two episodes, which are garbage. Well, we like strong opinions here. Yeah, the anime original ending was pretty crap. But it's because, you know, the it wasn't meant to have an ending. It just continued with the manga. Yeah, well, the mm-hmm. manga finishes eventually. Yeah. So now that we're talking about Oron. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of My favorite Ricky part in Oron is when... <laughs> Harley came through the no, sorry, she didn't come through the door. She came through the wall and punched a guy's head. Wait, we're back to Rikio. <laughs> yeah, so uh, don't spoil the movie yet. We're not there. <laughs> well, I think we are there. Yeah, okay. Uh, so as uh, Wesley said, it's is a thrilling what, crime drama. Well, I mean, how would you, how would you guys describe this movie? A series of vignettes <laughs> where a lone Japanese or Chinese man punches through people's stomachs. Have you played Beats of Rage? No. Well, it's Beats of Rage. <laughs> okay. Have you played Rampage? Yes. It's Rampage. But yeah. With Chinese people instead of monsters. But like more elaborate, like they set up scenes in a normal Hollywood fashion, and then he, instead of having dialogue, punches holes in people's stomachs, <laughs> and then returns toy trains to scarred elderly men. Uh, uh, yeah, and yeah, it's pretty yeah. much uh, like rinse and repeat. It's kind of like Archie comics, which is the same story over and over again. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think what but it takes place in a prison. But what you can see about it, going back to its anime roots, is that it really does the whole battle manga thing, where each villain is bigger than the last. But what it does better than its anime roots is that unlike the endless build-up to Dragon Ball, where each villain comes up four years after the original one, which is like 20 minutes in canon time, they just run through them. So it's mm. bad guy, kick-ass, training montage, bad guy, kick-ass, training montage. It's great. At one point in the movie did he train? Because I just saw him sit in his cell and breathe, and then he was like, yep, ready yeah. to punch through this wall. He beat the crap wall. out of a graveyard. <laughs> that was in the past. Yeah, that, that was the training. That was that the was He just remembered time. his training. <laughs> yes, yes. Half of learning is mental. Okay. Yeah, he was, the other half he was meditating. Okay. Meditating on his training. He keeps forgetting he can punch through walls. Yes. Which is very apparent from the film. Yes. Because he keeps ending up tied up in chains, and then he'll just spend five minutes in chains, and then when action happens, he'll be like, ah, these chains are breaking. <laughs> well, it's just like uh, Metroid. Samus Aran always loses all of her powers at the beginning of each uh, game. Or yeah. like Seven Years a Slave with all the chains. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was very reminiscent of the great film Seven Years a Slave while watching Rikio. Well, <laughs> Rikio should have won an Oscar. Well, it's true. Yes. I mean, he spent seven days in chains in a pit. The first guy he killed is named Oscar. Buried <laughs> <Yeah>. alive. <laughs> I think uh, I think if you kill someone named Oscar, then uh, you're automatically disqualified. Oh, damn. So the premise of the movie, <laughs> as we've danced around this, is this martial artist 
yeah. freak of nature, love struck boy, mm. yeah. enters into the prison system to find out who is making heroin, and then finds out who is making heroin, and then proceeds to punch everybody between him and the heroin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he, he burns the heroin halfway through. Yeah. And then keeps punching people. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they were still in the way. True. Yeah. yeah. Which I found really funny because he kept referring to the people making the heroin as like, you killers, as he's punching holes through people's <laughs> chests. <laughs> Which I, I don't think he understands that growing a plant is not akin to, to hole punching. To explain uh, Ben's point, though, I think one of the weak parts of the film for me was like they jump right into the story, but they keep doing flashbacks to kind of set up to where he's come from. And I'd rather just have it all in one go. Yeah. Not like, oh, flash to, you know, two years before. Yeah, like, uh, whenever he gets captured for no apparent reason or allows himself to be captured, they throw him in solitary confinement or some other random thing where he's bound. Uh, he does uh, some meditation where he thinks back on uh, his past and does either a training or relives his life with his girlfriend. And then the next villain comes up, he busts out of his uh, change, which comically get bigger and bigger throughout the movie uh, and uh, proceeds to punch him in the chest. Well, the stomach or arm. Yeah. I, I, the, the weirdest part with the flashbacks is how, to go back to my Archie reference, they're all like sweater vests. <laughs> yeah, he, he's dressed, uh, he's dressed crappy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably one of the weirdest reasons to go on a rampage. His girlfriend got killed by drug peddlers. Uh, no. His girlfriend <laughs> ran out of the building and just ran off the top of a building. Because she was being chased by dead. drug peddlers. <laughs> Not really, because she was just there, and then the boss was like, I don't want her here. Get rid of her. And then she woke up and ran off the side of a building. Yeah, she was being threatened by drug peddlers. <laughs> I don't think she knew that. <laughs> I think she was very prone to to steep edges. <laughs> I think, I think this, you have to look at the societal problems brought by heroin in lower class neighborhoods, where everyone is constantly being threatened, if not physically, then metaphorically, by drug peddlers. And the only escape they can find is off the edge of a five story building. <laughs> well, no, no. It's either you jump off of a five story building, you give in and take the drug, or you go on a murderous rampage. <laughs> Killing yes. all the drug peddlers and fighting your way into a prison where you fight your way through the prison to destroy all the heroin. Yes. And then fight your way out of the prison. True. Yeah. <laughs> Those three options. When you were describing kind of the plot, it made me only think of a Western film um, where they did the remake of Death Race mm -hmm. with Jason Statham. Mm. It's a very similar thing where it starts off with him being... Uh, falsely accused in prison. Yeah, but just like, it starts off with him going right to prison like this did, where you've got the whole band coming up and him being thrown and all that, and then it kind of tells the rest of his girlfriend being killed and all that, through mm. flashbacks throughout the thing, while he's stuck in solitary. So all of a sudden I was thinking, oh yeah, there's a western movie that probably stole this from Ricky <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> they sure did. Now, just to be clear, this is a Chinese uh, or Hong Kong ripoff of the anime. They yeah. kind of cut it up a bit, but this is an unlicensed one. That's probably why it's free on YouTube, because nobody owns the license, because it's a ripoff anyways. Yeah. If you go down to a Movie Madness, uh, this one is uh, $1 on a bootleg VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> With bad dubbing or, and, uh, or subbing. Although the, uh, the YouTube video we watched had uh, the best dubs ever. Oh, yeah. It, it's that classic like 90s Hong Kong action film, American dub. 
where they just, like have three people and they have to make up you know like forty voices between them. Yeah, and everyone has a Western name except for the main character. <laughs> yes. like they killed Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, no. <laughs> Which Tony? Fat Tony? Fat ass Tony? Skinny Tony? Yeah, one at the beginning, he's like, they're reading off, they're going down like a lineup of prisoners, and they're like reading off their name and why they're in prison. And, you know, they, they want to set it up, so they put Rikio like third in. And the second guy was named like Tony Lamborelli, and it's just this tiny ch- Chinese dude. <laughs> I was like, hey, oh, <laughs> I'm being in prison here. <laughs> Well, one thing with uh, Ricky, the Tyler character, he doesn't talk a whole lot. And so, like, his he only... talks tons with his fists. <laughs> Touche. But actual, like, words. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Like, you killers! <laughs> yeah, I guess he does say that a lot. <laughs> you were growing, Poppy! You bastards! <laughs> It's the only swear they knew. Like, every background character just kept saying, you bastards. It was just like a Cartman, like, ripoff. <laughs> that and um, all of the side characters. Whenever a fight breaks out, you always know it's a big fight because all of the other prisoners come to the windows and go, look, there's a fight in the yard. <laughs> Which leads us to the next big thing. They're in a prison, but apparently none of the cells have locks. Yeah, it was a consistent theme, which, which Josh, you pointed out right at the beginning, was like a guard just kept going through doors and not shutting them. Like, like gates, barred gates would open and you just walk through and they would stay open. And you're like, man, they don't close stuff. And then we realized that was like an actual continuous thing where every time something happened, everybody, like a whole collective prison ran out into the yard to just watch these people fight. It's like, man, really just the one wall keeping everybody in here. <laughs> well, and uh, during that scene, I it looked like he had keys. He was unlocking the doors. Well, yeah, no, no. And, he was but he through. just left them open. He just left them open. Yeah. And like, and nobody ever went back. And that's no. how he <laughs> yeah, only that guy had keys. Yeah. It's like, stop shutting this shit. I have to keep going around <laughs> unlocking it. Well, I mean, you guys are all overlooking the most important fact here. They quickly realize you don't need doors when people keep walking through the walls. <laughs> yeah, it was a common theme where anytime a fight broke out and it got to a climax, a third carry character would just jump through a cement wall and start beating the shit out of each other. Well, yeah, we had uh, the Kool-Aid man in here, uh, busting down walls all over the place. Scorpion was in here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, throwing his little darts around, dragging people around. Yeah, Get over the, here. Yeah. Dude, what other characters did we have? Well, uh, um, the most tragic character. The, uh, the big guy? No, Tarzan. Oh, yeah, Tarzan. Oh. Literally named Tarzan. <laughs> uh, he gets mutilated by Rikio and then almost killed by his boss. And when that happens, Rikio realizes if the bad guy hates him, he must not actually be a bad guy. He must be a good guy. And I need to help him escape from a death trap. But I've mutilated him so he can't escape from the death trap and he's going to die. <laughs> so he tries to carry him out. But, well, he doesn't start and watches him get squished. <laughs> well, he, he tries well, to haul him over first, and then uh, he says, No, Ricky, I'm already dead. Let me die. And because so, Ricky killed him. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would say the giant mechanical press yes. in the cell is what killed him. I don't think Riccio punching his jaw off contributed in any way <laughs> to his death. No. And he could still talk, oh, even yeah, though his jaw was gone. No, yeah, the jaw was still there. He just punched up 
through it. Oh, that's that. right. That's right. No, there was a definite scene where you hooked around and ripped the jaw. I thought that was another character. No, no, no it, that it was, was this one. But it happened several times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did punch people's jaws off, tops of heads. Oh, yeah, the, away. the one guy at the very end, yeah, just kind of backhanded the entire head, like, where, where he clean off. Oh, and you saw the brain flying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's all jelly in there. You know, I have to give props to the movie for their practical effects. For their props. Boo. <laughs> 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 as long as we're praising the film, we also noticed, like, a surprising degree of continuity. Like, there were several times where, like, horrible things happened to people, and you could see them in the background. Dismembered arms. There was a guy who got punched in the rafters during a final fight. And, like, several scenes later, he his, he was still lying there. So it's like they did a pretty, like, there was a lot of thought that went behind the process, just not any of it with the script. <laughs> well, I don't know if there was thought with the process. I think they just literally, like, this is the scene. We got one take. <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody screw it up. And nobody move. If like, you die, just lay down on the ground yeah. until we uh, are done filming. Yeah, this is Hong Kong. There's no overtime. Yeah. They don't have to worry about it. And, you know, dialogue just gets in the way of uh, how men really communicate. Yeah. With their fists. fists. That's right. <laughs> and screaming, you bastard. <laughs> Where's the poppy? <laughs> I've watched Naruto. <laughs> a little bit higher pitched Naruto, I guess. Uh, so what was your favorite uh, villain, guys? Uh, Kim Jong-un. Uh, the uh, assistant warden? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I did really like Oscar, just because he has this great scene where he looks at Ricky and goes, Ricky, I'm dying. But you're dying with me. And then he cuts open his stomach so he can grab his intestines to strangle Ricky to death. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah. The assistant warden gave him the knife to use against Ricky. He Ricky pops the Oscar's eye out, so he thinks he's going to lose. So, yeah, he cuts his stomach open, pulls out his intestines, and tries to choke Ricky with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the worst part of that scene, really, is those damn birds. Because when he punches <laughs> the back of the head and the eye pops out, three crows out of fucking nowhere. You don't see birds anywhere else no. in the whole movie. They show up and they eat his eye. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's, crows do. That's fucked up. That's what crows do. Yeah. It's the, it's the most vicious thing that happened in this movie. <laughs> Besides the several literal meat grinder scenes. <laughs> was a murder of crows. They had to. Oh. Uh, ben, what about yourself? Uh, my favorite villain... Is, is an unusual choice, an unorthodox one. It's uh, it's the prison itself. Because the prison seemed to be... I have a theory that when they were pitching this movie, they had a series of, like, final Bond villain traps that they wanted to put Rikio in. And they just couldn't decide. And so they're like, fuck it, we'll just do all of them. Because it's just a series of Rikio getting trapped in, like, randomly a cell that fills with concrete. And then he jumps through a steel door. <laughs> like it's paper. Like like it's a paper. It just, like, balloons out. And he's covered in cement. So he gets hardened. And then they put him in chains in a cell where he's hardened by cement. Concrete. Concrete. And he breaks out of that, breaks the chains, and they're like, haha, you're still trapped. Here's the real trap. As Tarzan bursts through a cement, a cinder block wall to go start fighting him. CMUs. He beat. <laughs> He beats Tarzan up, and then a giant hydraulic press starts dropping from the ceiling. It was just a series of, like, evil. I was waiting for laser sharks to show up. Well, well you missed one. Hmm. 
Because after that, the guy opens a trap door and he falls through it. Oh my, yes. yes. Yeah. No, he gets <laughs> out of orbit. the cell and just where he's standing, a giant pit opens up <laughs> yeah. beneath his feet. And then there was one where they bent a bunch of uh, rebar against him and one person <laughs> just beat him with a monkey wrench. Yeah. Several times until us another character, one of the big baddies, 80 synth pop person, yeah. um, yes. walks up and is like, no, let me do that. And then takes the monkey wrench and proceeds to beat the shit out No, no, no. He, he, he fills his mouth full of razors and then oh, yes. yeah. the razors go oh. through his cheeks. No. That, that's after he first bent uh, one of the rebar things into his crotch. Yes, to make yes. him open his mouth so yes. he can then shove all the razors into his mouth yes. and then duct tape it shut. So, I mean, continuity the highest order. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the uh, continuity stays there because uh, then the warden walks, walks up right after that and starts to taunt him and then Rikio spits razors onto his face. So yeah, the, the frequent pit traps and, and just wacky hijinks beyond the combat were my, my favorite villain. So mm. but was the prison a villain or was it simply a victim of those who wished to use it? Uh, he definitely in the very final scene of the movie, spoilers, goes, we're getting out of here. And the final boss music plays and he punches a hole in the prison wall and then they all escape. Oh, uh, no, no. Only, no. the oh, no, only he walks out yeah. while everyone else jumps up and down and points like every other scene in the back, in the movie. They can't survive outside those walls. No, no. they just point. Yeah, I just like to point out the size of the wall, the hole in the wall. It's not just like a, like a six foot hole or a ten foot it's hole. Like, yeah, it's like 20 feet. He, he was expected everyone to go after him and it was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Well, he didn't look back because, you know, he was a badass. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. But I wonder how far he got before he's just like, they're raking up the heroin ashes <laughs> trying to rebuild well i mean everybody in there was you know criminals yeah yeah but they were honorable criminals and uh, they wished to stay in there to serve out their sentence actually yeah i think so <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're all weirdly polite like yeah. rikio was actually really nice you know yeah. he saved tried to save tarzan he uh tried to uh, save oscar yep um, and alan yeah like like everybody like well not everybody. I mean, he beat up the uh, warden pretty bad. Well, yeah. 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 Well, he deserved it. For what? Name <laughs> one reason why the warden deserved it. Uh, um, okay, maybe not. He shot the assistant <laughs> warden with an elephant gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That gave him elephantitis to the point where he blew up like a balloon and then popped. Well, before a lot of people were blowing up. Actually, one of my favorite scenes was when uh, Riccio gets stabbed in the arm by Oscar and then proceeds to, like, tie up the wound with what appeared to be, like, an artery or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the quality of the film was not high enough to really see what that was. It was good enough, at least, that you could see that the assistant warden did have stacks of porn videos in the background. Yes. Yeah. I think that's one reason why you uh, enjoyed the assistant warden so much as a, as a villain. Yeah. Here's yeah. I would like to point out, I don't think the assistant warden was that bad a guy. He was just kind of like the fat cat of the system. I don't think actually killed anybody in the whole movie. He uh, hooked a lot of people in the mouth <laughs> with, his, with his hook hand. Never killed them because Rikio busted through a wall and because he heard there was trouble and rescued the person. And in his fake eye, he kept mints. Which he offered to people. Which he offered to people. He was trying to share. The, the warden was the real bad apple. And he was just trying to appease them. I think he was trying to tame. He, he was just there to do his job. Yeah, yeah. And hook people in the mouth. Yes. Well, yeah. when you have a hook for a hand, you've got to use it for something. It's called the fish hook. Yeah. 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 It's efficient. <laughs> <laughs>
I had to get one in. Although, there was parts where, uh, so we've got guards around, it's a prison, they've got nightsticks, which apparently gives them a lot of additional bravado, because these two guards, they were there, uh, they watched Riccio punch a guy's jaw off and punch another guy in the gut twice. And well, it's not just punch a guy in the gut. It is punch through the guy's body. Yes, yes. So you see daylight through it. Yes. Yeah. Like, and those guards that witnessed that, they were not phased at all. They pulled out their nightsticks and said, you're coming with me. Yeah, they're like, one more time and I'm hitting you with this stick, hole-punching yeah. guy. <laughs> but then... <laughs> Straight to the middle. <laughs> But then a little later, in the uh, office of the assistant warden, Riccio, uh, he just kind of broke the table. Well, and he well, stabbed to the back of the hand. Yes. Yeah, the, assist, the assistant warden, uh, warden took his uh, hook hand, stabbed uh, Riccio's hand into the table, yeah. and then proceeded to repeatedly punch him in the face. Yeah. These are good guys, has been. Uh, I was actually uh, getting more pork, more jerk pork. During that specific moment, so I never witnessed yeah. that. Oh, I missed the cement sink because I was jerking my pork. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Riccio breaks the table, threatens the warden, and the guards at this point are so demoralized by this that uh, they cower in fear. Well, no, hold on. This was also uh, Ricky had had his first montage. Okay, there's a big difference. No, that's right. Because I mean, this was post montage. Yeah, and anyone knows once you get post one montage. You you're powered up and uh, you gained a couple levels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't need nightsticks anymore. You need like night spears. Yeah, yeah. He also did uh, like they were more afraid that he punched at the the uh, assistant warden and didn't connect, and it made him the assistant warden bleed from the nose. They're yeah, like, they may hurt him without even touching him, and they were more afraid of that. Then literally watching his fist go through a man. Yes. <laughs> they were like, my God, the power. Judging from this prison, I think they'd seen a fist go through a man before. <laughs> that was just an everyday. Yeah, an everyday thing. Okay. But nobody stands up to the assistant warden. No. Well, I think that's what it is. It's very much a power thing. This is the assistant warden where nobody ever stands up. And Ricky O has decided to stand up. Mm. Okay. And, and I think that's more what they're afraid of. Yeah. Or his, well, actually, now that I'm reflecting on it, there's this weird scene where this one guy dies and you see Riccio in a cell, and he's suddenly out of the cell to see this dead guy off. And you're mm. like, oh, shit, how did he get out? But then now that I'm thinking about it, oh, no, they left the door open all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can just leave your cell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's this one part where this uh, mute kid is given the opportunity to go kill Riccio, taking the knife that Oscar had. To do the job. I mean, he was mute, so he couldn't really say no. Or the implications. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but for some reason, the master of the West wing took that as a no. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really see him saying no. I'm not going to do this. Well, he didn't say yes. Well, that's the problem. He has no tongue. He went to. He took it. He turned around, got to the door, stopped, and was uh, started shaking his head. No, I don't want to. No, 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 no. Well, not every culture does that mean no. Yeah, okay. we, yeah, we learned that <laughs> yeah, the hard way in Bulgaria. But then the guys is like, "Oh, I'll just take the knife and I'm going to skin his face off." Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm going to wear his face home to his family, and I'm going to live as him for years until his daughters go to college. No, but his family had already been killed by Rikio. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but at that point, Italian's family goes. Yeah, actually, he didn't even he didn't even get killed by Rikio. He killed himself by by ripping out his entrails and trying to strangle Rikio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I mean, the main issue with, you know, where this kid gets skinned alive is that, like, 50 prisoners find his body some part of the uh, prison grounds, like, at, like, midnight. Yeah. 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 Like, Anthony. It's Anthony, the guy with no skin. <laughs> I can clearly tell <laughs> that that's that mute kid. <laughs> it's but the they, only one. Uh, well, like we said, uh, they were 30 yards away from him. They could clearly see he didn't have a tongue. Yeah. In the middle of the night with very little light. But you could see he didn't have a tongue. So that's how they identified him. Well, yeah. Or 30 feet maybe away. they all move in a pack. And so they knew who it was, who it was because they're like, well, who isn't here? Oh, you think, like, they have a buddy system. Yeah. They're like flamingos. <laughs> yeah. They just move shoulder to shoulder and point at fights. That's their survival mechanism. <laughs> well, yeah, because everyone they saw go uh, solo really ended up dying. Yeah, the uh, guy early on that uh, was like, oh, you can't use my towel. And, and Bad he, move. Yeah. <laughs> then he became Krillin because he lost his nose. Yeah, it was like ripped right off of the planter. And then you have the one guy's like, oh, yeah, Rikio, you haven't eaten in seven days because you were buried in a hole with no oxygen. Here's some rice and a good luck message in the plate. Bad move. Nope. You're going to be hooked in, uh, in the jaw and right through the prison. Yep. Yep. There was that one scene with the riot police. There's a whole crowd of riot police and a whole crowd of prisoners, and they're all shouting at each other. And then one prisoner gets separated from the pack, and all of the riot police just start beating that one guy <laughs> just savagely until Rikio comes through and, and punches a hole through the riot police. And yeah. the riot shield. And yeah, yeah, the riot shield and his torso. Yeah. And then a wall. <laughs> and this is not just any riot police. This is Mad Max riot police. There's a guy with a giant, like, one-foot spikes on the shoulder pad and everything else. And the thing is that uh, once Riccio punches the first one, they all run away and all the uh, prisoners chase after him and you never see him again. Yeah. Yeah, but the next time we see the prisoners tangoing with... They were with uh, the normal guards. It was the normal guards. But they had the batons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they had balls of steel. Yeah. yeah. And rods of steel. Now, the, the weirdest villain was a little German kid. <laughs> <laughs> what prison doesn't have a little German kid? Yeah, it's a very, like, odd, you know, the, 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 the warden's kid just dressed like a little German boy. Yeah, like green lederhosen and, like, a feathered cap when you first see him get out of a limo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's... He's constantly eating, and he even goes down like a red carpet to enter the prison. And I was immediately struck. I was like, the wacky elaborate machines, <laughs> people dying, little German kid. This is the Chinese Willy Wonka. <laughs> like, that's what this movie is. Now, I was really shocked at the ending of this film that Rikio did not win the prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's no. He, well, he rejected the offer. When he put the warden through the meat blender. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's what happens with Willy Wonka, is he, he doesn't take the, the money. And but he not... doesn't put him in a meat blender. Well, that's the point, is yeah. he should have this denied the, the meat blender. Yeah. This is the Hong Kong version. Yeah. He didn't take the money from the poppy, so he should have got the prison. Yeah. He's off to find more poppy. <laughs> so the other thing is, when you were introing the movie, I did not realize that that was the plot, that he was in there to look for heroin. Oh, yeah, because I don't explain his shit. No, no. He just shows up and starts hitting people. Like, the only thing I know about this man is, like, he punches a hole in two people, and my immediate reaction, which I said out loud, was, this dude belongs in here. <laughs> you also know that he's, they tell you immediately, he's in for manslaughter, he's got five bullets embedded in his torso. 
souvenirs. <laughs> and that's the other confusing part was he got convicted of manslaughter, and in one of the flashbacks, he clearly punches a hole in a dude's head. Where is that like, whoa, accident? <laughs> <laughs> It's China with kung fu fights everywhere. He didn't mean to kill him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> plus, he was a uh, he was a drug lord, so they uh, gave so they uh, leniency. Yeah. Gave okay. Him some leniency. Okay. Or he just hit him with that one ladder. I don't know my own strength. <laughs> it's like, oh, ooh, that seems true. Did oh, you see him walk yeah. through the courtroom door? <laughs> Literally through the courtroom door. <laughs> he had handcuffs on. How would he do it? Yeah. <laughs> At least he used the door. He could just come through the wall. Yeah. Well, I mean, is Rikio so strong that he can come through a wall, or is Chinese construction so shoddy? <laughs> yeah, it's all just bamboo and paper mache. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <That's healthy. laughs> right, so I think this is coming down to the big question of this podcast. In the red corner, Rikio, who thinks you've been growing poppy, and in the blue corner, Jackie Chan, and he don't want no twelve. Which way does it go? I'm going to have to put my money on uh, uh, Riccio. Going with Riccio? I'm going to go with Riccio. There's nothing that Jackie Chan can do to that man that he cannot just, like, breathe away. (laughs) (laughs) Or sew up with his own arteries. But does Jackie Chan have the uh, saw sword? Oh, yeah, the saw sword is pretty badass. Which was actually... The saw? No, no, that that goes back to the whole thing. uh, That the assistant warden gives Oscar a knife to fight Riccio. When in the scene before, Oscar cut halfway into a man's head with a giant saw he was carrying to the cell block. <laughs> Here, take this small knife to kill him. Yeah, he oh. just kind of, when he gets summoned to the uh, assistant warden's office, he just kind of drops it on the ground and is like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't need this anymore. Yeah, I mean, it is a normal saw, guys. I, I think you're yes. under underrating the tactical knife. but he didn't even use it he cut him once in the arm and then immediately forgot about it and tried cut himself then and strangled him with his own entrails well yeah because he he probably is in a state of disbelief you know he cuts a guy he's like oh i made a good connection there you know your arms ruined ricky you know literal thing what he said there and then he watches ricky just like tie off something and is and then punches a bunch of things can we can we add in sound effects no. You just did. Yeah. <laughs> Better sound effects. Them. There we go. And then he's like, well, shit, maybe this knife is fake. Maybe the assistant uh, warden's setting me up. And I think that's why he stabs himself in the stomach. Oh, the test of night. The test of night. Oh, okay, okay. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> this one's real. real. <laughs> Shoot. You know, I was saying that Death Race movie is a remake of this. But I think this goes deeper. And I think they remade this as an anime just a couple seasons ago. It was Kill a Kill. <laughs> because you've got Ryuko as Rikio, it even sounds the same, shows up in this walled compound where there's four generals, and she has to fight through them to, to catch the leader. And she's about as naked as Rikio is half no, this movie. See, Rikio gets stronger by taking off his clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to see a live action Kill a Kill, <laughs> watch Rikio. <laughs> I just want to overlay the the dramatic fight music of Kill a Kill over the scene where he's Rikyo's standing in the shower and the sumo guy comes up to him and he just <laughs> walks up and bah! <laughs> Don't lose your <laughs> way. <laughs> What's Rikyo's star power? <laughs> yeah. So for complete spoilers on this movie, because uh, 
have we really worried about that so far? Uh, you know, usually we say spoiler alert and then immediately say the spoiler. Oh. But at least we say spoiler alert first. So, yes, the end, the warden, he uh, clearly has to be the uh, strongest person here, but comes out looking like uh, kind of a frail middle-aged old middle-aged man um, initially, just the main guy. Then at the end, everybody else is dead. Uh, and he says, come at me, Riccio. Riccio punches him. He flies into the wall, gets up, stands up, and then uh, he starts growing to like eight, nine feet tall. He didn't turn green, but he probably should have. Well, his pants ripped off. Yes. His shirt uh, like shredded. Yeah. But not like horizontally, as you would think. It was like, it was like someone took scissors and a couple strips like yeah. he had uh, like uh, tassels. It was very Lou Ferrigno Hulk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It very, very much reminded you, but taller and with a, with a fake plastic head. Yes. And then uh, throughout this, uh, Riccio kind of, he mans up to the challenge and uh, puts him in a meat grinder. Well, I mean, he, it, it's a lot more work than that. I mean, yeah. he, he goes to the signature move. Like, you know, we all watch Shonen here, so, you know, it usually builds up to a signature move. Mm-hmm. Whereas Riccio's signature move is... I punch him in the gut. I'm going to punch my yeah, hand through his body. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, your power won't work on me, Riccio. We studied for the same master or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. Style. We know the same style, Ricky. So yeah, like, when are you going to turn into a big freak? <laughs> <laughs> but you never see him. You never see the worm punch through anybody. I don't think it's the same style. No, not at all. <laughs> no, no, I think it's clearly different. Yeah. Oh, you know kung fu. Oh, it must be the same style because there's only one style. Yeah. But then uh, Riccio gets a uh, message from his long dead master. Yeah. Pa- uh, you know, against power, uh, what be soft, uh, strong, soft, soft, strong, or something. Yeah. 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 And pretty much, you know, use the uh, you know the opposite power in order to overpower your opponent. He's like, oh yes. And then he just proceeds to punch the guy on the kneecap, breaking that. Yeah. And then proceeds to punch him again in the chest, yeah. and then punching a hole through it. Punching yeah. a hole through uh, it. No, Signature. The difference was instead of a fist, knife hand. Oh, ah. rock paper scissors. Yep. So- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rochambeau. <laughs> I thought that was just where he kicked him in the balls. <laughs> Well, he does. He really grips the balls and then uses <laughs> leverage to shove him. What appears to be more of a like head first into the meat grinder, but it somehow ends up with ass first. Yes, and then proceeds to have like a very long, awkward eye contact situation where he's pressing him down into the meat grinder. Yeah. Which at a certain point, he was like about two thirds of the way gone. It was like up to his upper chest, and he, and was, he was still, still really fighting back. To, he's like. I, I've, I've had this happen this. to me. I'd get back up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta go full body yeah. or he'll just breathe and regenerate. <laughs> I'm gonna kick out at two, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's where he like takes the head. It's the only thing left, like perfectly severed off. Wanders up to the, the uh, like the last riot that's happening, apparently. Because he doesn't seem to check on the rest of the prison ever. Nah. And it's like, just like throws the head and then... Yeah, he throws it against the wall so everybody can see. And then everyone, and then all the guards surrender. Do they? I think he just punches through the wall and leaves at that point. Sorry. He literally just said stop, and then oh, presented yeah. a severed head of the the warden through it, yeah, off screen. And then they're like, yeah, yeah. And the I guards mean, I kind think of I would okay. at that same point though. I think I would have done, done, quit long ago. Maybe yeah. it paid really well. Well, probably. Oh, that uh, heroin. Yeah, health insurance. Kicking no. people. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all the Chinese people you can beat? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's the money. <laughs> all right, so uh, final wrap-up, what rating would you give the movie? On an entertainment scale, because I'm never going to say. I would not put this on, like, 
a good scale, but very entertaining scale. Yes. I would say it's a girlfriend falling four stories out of five. Yeah, um, unfortunately, the lack of dialogue and any real sensible flashbacks or anything else, you're really just waiting for the next fight scene, mm-hmm. uh, which is yeah. going to be very brief, honestly, because, uh, you know, he just punches fist through people. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it uh, three eyeball-eating crows out of five. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it didn't drag very much. If it had been a longer film, I would have knocked it some, but because it didn't seem to drag very much, that's why I gave it a better score. Well, this is also my, my fifth time seeing it, so okay. I, I've sat through a lot of these nonsensical dialogue moments. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the only one that pseudo-villain they gave him any run for his money was the uh, guy that had the hypnotic powers. Oh, the, the flamboyant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, until he did that like wicked dodge to the guy's kick. It's like, yeah. he'll never uh, murder again, and proceeds to cut his leg off with his bare hand. Uh-huh. Well, I think that was... Uh, dry ice. Dry, yeah, dry ice. I think that's what they were going for, but that's not how... It no, wasn't it bleeding. Was. When he cut off the leg, it wasn't bleeding. But no. None of them really <laughs> bled. Yeah. Well, like, whenever they'd crash, there was blood all over them. Yeah, place. when he was, like, shoving the gun into the meat grinder, it was, like, like, a constant spray everywhere. Yeah, I can kind of see that, but then, like, uh, but then he also, like, destroyed his hands, or okay. her hands. Yeah. So she could never play the uh, electric keyboard again. So. <laughs> yes. I would give this, like, a four Ascot flashbacks out of five. <laughs> um, <laughs> the movie knew what it wanted to be. Uh, senseless violence. <laughs> Uh, and really good prosthetics, continuity was there. I mean, just everything I think they set out to do with this movie, they did. So, I mean, pretty high praise for me. Yeah, well, and, you know, like I said, you haven't seen the anime, uh, but uh, it's it's really close to the source material. Yeah, and when you mentioned that, I knocked up the score a little bit, because I was like, man, they butchered this thing. You're like, no, this was what it was. I'm like, oh, great, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and financially, it did great, because, I mean, it made, like, two million dollars but i mean when you convert from chinese renminbi to u.s dollars and you convert from 1991 that's a bigger opening weekend than avengers infinity war (laughs) (laughs) it's like six mcchickens (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i think i will uh, have to go with the three and a half mortal Kombat fatalities out of five okay finish him (laughs) yeah because that was pretty much the entire movie (laughs) it's the whole reason that franchise exists yes yes it's not even a good fighting game. <laughs> it's like punching holes through people. Yeah. No, it had just had uh, enough uh, controversy in the early 90s with the blood. Well, and, and uh, they got the same character in three different colors for the, no, four different colors for the ninjas. Yes. And the same character in four different colors for the female ninjas. Yes. <laughs> Unless we're about Noob Saibot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a black ninja. Can we talk about the one black guy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Black Prisoner. Yes. Well, he has a name. <laughs> yeah, it's more like Greg. <laughs> no, no. They gave him a Chinese name. Yeah. Everybody else has an English name. All things equal. Yeah, as they were panning through a whole group of just one set of prisoners, we just noticed that it was like Chinese, 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 one black guy. Chinese, 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 Chinese. I'm not sure it was a black guy. It might be a guy in blackface. Which is even more interesting <laughs> that they give a, gave a Chinese dude a perm and blackface. Because like, man, we got to up the, the value of this movie. There's not enough diversity in this movie. <laughs> it's the 90s. It's Hong Kong. We got to have something. Yeah, we have the very effeminate 80s synth pop band later. Here's your 50 bucks. Here's your token black prisoner. <laughs> 
This has been Real Japan, everybody. Visit us at www.handybroscreative.com. Uh, make sure to check out our other podcasts, including uh, Otofe uh, Suzaku. Yeah. And we'll be running Jeopardy at KomoriCon this year, every year, if they let us in. <laughs> I like those jackasses in uh, SakuraCon. Bastards. Yeah. yeah. And if you like Dungeons and Dragons, I have a podcast called Murder Dice. Watch it. <laughs> Where can we find it? Everywhere. It is ever present in all things. It has always been and always will be. Can you narrow it down a bit? Or do you not want to be associated with us? <laughs> what? Because I've tried to find it. It's only on iTunes. I'm not going to download that shit. Uh, it's on Spotify. Oh. And Google Play. I thought the only thing on Spotify. No, that's SoundCloud that has rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of places have rappers now. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, but, well, we also have Fujoshi Trash Talk. Yeah, but they're not here, so I don't get a plug. Okay. Yeah. Stricken this from the record. Fix it in post. Thanks, everybody. Good night.